Hello, my friends. I am Dennis Gephardt, and this is Guru in Your Ear. Hello, my friends. Dennis Gebhardt here with Guru Nation, welcoming you to this episode of Guru in Your Ear. Today is going to be really an exciting uh, journey for me because I have my good friend and my colleague, Yvette Frontani, with me. And for those of you who don't know Yvette, uh, number one, I think you should follow her on Instagram. We'll give you her Instagram handle in a little bit. But uh, Yvette uh, owns and operates a salon uh, uh, called Creative Mix in Lincoln Park, Chicago. She is a native Chicagoan. Is that how I say it, Yvette? Chicagoan? Ah, uh, sure. <laughs> and so uh, I brought her in today, asked her if she would come and spend some time with us. Um, to talk about uh, the biggest rage that's happening in Europe right now, uh, along a side color, and uh, it looks like it's starting to make an impact here in the United States, and it's been here before, is color analysis, where uh, we're taking a look at skin tone and eye color and the importance that they play in choosing a proper color for your client. So, Yvette, welcome. Good to see you. How are you? Good. How are you, Dennis? I'm happy I'm very, to be here with you. Yeah, I'm very excited to have you here with me today. Uh, look, this is a crazy world we live in. And I always try to tell people that things run in a cycle. You know, what's in today won't be in tomorrow, <laughs> and it will come back around. In fashion, uh, it happens. Even in hair, it happens. So um, here we go again with uh, skin and skin tone analysis and eye color analysis. And, uh, you know, we did this years ago. I, I know you're familiar with the book, Color Me Beautiful. Yes, of course. <laughs> I think everybody oh, is. That, <laughs> that is around a, our age group. That is yeah. 200 pages of contradiction. You know what chapter, when you read a chapter, the next chapter contradicts the chapter that preceded it. And people are still totally confused. And I think the problem is, is that there's got to be a little bit simpler way to, to do it. And, you know, in the world we live in today, you can't use a broad brush. You can't put everybody in a box. So you've got to look at other things, indicators. And what I love about the way you talk about uh, skin tone analysis and eye color analysis is that you take more detail and you give the reasons why. So today, um, let me ask you, um, I just sent you over some videos to to watch and where they're putting people in these boxes and saying you're definitely this, or you're definitely that. What do you think is the most important thing for a colorist to recognize when they're trying to choose a color that's going to work for their client on their skin tone and with their eye color? Right. One of the things that, that I like to do um is that when my client comes in, especially if it's every client that comes in the door, I don't automatically drape them. I see what they're wearing because one of the most important things is that we are born within our spectrum, whether we're warm or we're cool. And there's a lot of indicators there. We are drawn to the colors that we, that we are born with, you know what I mean? Whether we're warm or cool. Right. So we wear those colors, we're attracted to it. And, um, through my research, I've been researching so many things. I used to, you know, think about the, the, the seasons. I think it's, 
you know, if it works for somebody that is perfectly great, but they started with four seasons and they went to 12 and then <laughs> it's kind of confusing because they tell you, you know, okay, you can't wear yellow if you are in the winter season, but that's not true. You know, I mean, there's, there's like we were talking about earlier there, you have your warm or your yellow base yellows, and then you have your blue base yellows too. So it, it, it doesn't put you in that box. So when, I think about it more. It's not, uh, obviously I'm not a stylist, so I'm not going to tell you, you know, um, about the clothing side of it. I like more about the hair and formulating. And um, one of the things that I do like to do before we used to think about, okay, silver, that means that you're cool and gold means you're warm, but that's not true either. You know, if you wear, you know, silver or gold jewelry, and that's one of the things that I learned and I'm like, okay, if you wear silver, you have to be warm. If you wear gold, but it's not true because somebody with a cool undertone or blue base will look fabulous in really, really shiny gold jewelry, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's something that we have to take a look at and, and kind of look at everybody. And, um, for when I do analyze, I like to look at the tip of their ears. I just kind of just do an overall scan of them, you know, because sometimes you have those clients that you don't know whether they're yellow base or blue base, warm right. or cool. Yeah. And you think they're going to fall into neutral. And what I've learned is there, there is no neutral. Right. You're either right. warm or you're either cool. Right. And a lot of times too, when we were, you know, we were talking about that too, is I'll complex it women, you know, or men, they say, okay, they have to be, they're warm, you know, but it's not, they're not warm. They're cool. It's just their overtone is yellow. So, it, you know, the combination of the two makes them look olive. Right. Uh, See, that's so, what I love about what you, what you use is you use not only undertone, but you also talk about overtone. So there's really two tonalities that right. you're interpreting from where, but many people, they learn the one one way to do it and that's all that they do and you know what i've discovered is if you teach a million people how to do it the wrong way it's going to be worse than helping them understand how to do it the right way i mean i believe it's a service that we as hair colorists should use in our service it's i find it totally essential in choosing proper colors and it also is helpful for clients you know you and i had a conversation the other day about that client has who has cool skin and she's wearing warm lipstick you know what it changes her facial features because so you know all you see is a set of lips before you see her skin tone so i think undertone and overtone can you give us just a little bit of an explanation about what that means well, your undertone is whether you're yellow base or your blue base, right? Meaning yellow base is your warm and blue base is your cool. And what's responsible for that is the hemoglobin where it's red. You know, it shows up blue undertone and it indicates the coolness. Now, carotene, which sometimes we say keratin, but it's not. It's with a C. It's uh indicates, you know, your skin will look yellow. It indicates the warmth in your skin. Now, when we talk about overtone, because you also had mentioned that, remember, everybody's talking about undertone, overtone. They think that, you know, overtone is a whole process of toning and, right. you know, undertone uh, uh. is, you know, when we lighten hair, what we see, but it's it's in skin as well. And that's what we call it. Right. And your right. overtone is how light you are to how dark you are. Oh. And that can change, but your undertones never change. You can put on 
tons of bronzer, tons of makeup, you can lay in the sun, but your undertone will never change, you know? So that's one of the things that we really have to look at. And then when, like, for instance, if somebody comes in, you know, with a lot of makeup or a lot of look at the neck. That's one of the places where we go to a makeup counter. They're going to put the foundation on to see if it blends because that's where we have a major, uh, our, our artery, you know, right. where the blood flow, and then you see where your true undertone is, is on your neck. There's different ways to, to really find out, you know, whether you're cool tone or warm tone. Right. Okay. So let me get this straight. Cause I, I just had an epiphany. Yes. You, you were talking about undertone and what determines that. And that's what mm -hmm. you're born with. And you really, you know, that, that is. And it doesn't change. Doesn't change. No. Your overtone. Can that be influenced by the amount of eumelanin and pheomelanin in your skin? No, your overtone is the melanin in your skin. Your overtone your is the melanin. Yes. Okay. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. So based upon the amount of melanin you have in your skin, yeah. in combination with your oh, undertone, yeah. that's where you come up with the combination and it helps you give an accurate analysis. Right. And, wow. and, and the thing is this, you know, when you go to makeup counter, you know, they take in consideration your undertone and your overtone. That's what they come up with, like a beige or, you know, whatever. I don't really wear foundations, but, you know, where they come up with all these cool names to for because it's taking <laughs> a consideration of right. both, you know, because, right. you know, everybody's face, you know, you can be really rosy pink here, but you can be really peachy here. So you kind of have to take it you know yeah a, a lot of that, that also has to do right with like the vasodilators how close they are to the surface, surface of the skin. skin if you have mm -hmm. really if you have thin skin your vasodilators in your cheek area can be more pinkish right yeah. than if your skin's a little thicker and so they'll influence you sometimes so that's why you say the neck is a good place to do the it. The neck is a good place. Or, or the ears. Palms of your hands. Palms of the hands. Ears. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of indicators around the nose, around your eyes. Great. The inside of your tear line, you know, your, uh, you know, that's another indicator. Your the whites of your eye. There's right. so your scalp, whether it's beige or peachy, sure. you know, you're warm. If it's pinky, rosy pink. You know, that means that you're more on the blue base, that you're cool. So right. um, and this, you know, it's one of the things like I'll look at everybody's ears. You know, now I'm obsessed. I look at everybody's ears. Your nail bed is another indicator, too. There's so many different ways to find out. Right. You know, if they're warm or cool, because we as hairdressers, sometimes we just take a look at the client. They sit in the chair. You know, you drape them automatically. You don't even see what they're wearing because right there, you know, it tells you it, they, they come in wearing the colors in their spectrum so right. then they show you a picture which is totally off and it's not going to cause harmony with who they are you know right. it's going to um once they formulate you know they think they have this badass formulation and a technique and once they put this on the client's hair they blow dry it and they look <laughs> at the mirror and it's kind of like wow she looks older her wrinkles really show up now yeah it's like something is off and you don't really know why because we're going by the photos that they're bringing in everybody wants to be ash you know how everybody wants to be ash but you know what not everybody looks good in those you're right cool ashes you know what i you're mean right and yes. so you know but everybody wants to be that color you know somebody that's more seasoned the skin like me 
you know, maybe it doesn't look good on me or maybe, you know, somebody that has more of a warmer tone, it's not going to look good on them. So you have to kind of formulate it. um, Yeah, I know. I've seen that struggle in the salon where the client says, I don't know something about it. I just, it doesn't look right. And the hairdresser gets frustrated because they're looking just at the hair and they're going, I did a great job. Why are you getting all angry about, or why are you upset about it? You know, tell me what's wrong. And the the client can't tell her, especially if she doesn't understand skin tone or anything like that. So now you create this disconnect between yourself and a client and possibly that client's not going to return to you. Not because you didn't do a great job of coloring the hair, Right. Because you didn't take in this consideration the entire package. Right. You know, my wife, when we're sitting watching TV and she sees some of these people come on the screen, <laughs> she'll go, oh, my God, who chose that hair color for her skin? That's terrible. It makes her look 20 years older. Right. So I, I and think it's not we- even the hair color, too, is like what you teach is the visual value. Right. You know, not everybody can go really dark and not everybody can go really light. So you have to find that happy medium and what's going to complement their skin, especially if they're more in that classic uh, type of client. You know what I mean? Right. So, you know, that you can't really alter their their formula too much because they're more in the classic. Now, somebody that's more what I call expressive style. If they're warm tone, they want to wear cool colors. Guess what? They dress the part. They switch up their makeup. They mix all kinds of colors and it looks great. You know, but this is somebody that lives that way. They're more of the expressive style, likes to, you know, switch things up. They're more, they're ahead of the trend. That's what I call those people. They're ahead of the trend. So they can mix that up. Right. And they'll, they'll do their own, they'll do their makeup to support whatever that is anyway, even if they have to create an artificial <laughs> mask right, and on it their looks face. fabulous. I yeah. love that. Oh, it does. Yeah. yeah, that yeah but poor... can you imagine me at my age, you know, uh, trying to be, you know, have, wear all these different colors. It's not going to look good. It's not going to be, you know, in, in that, right. in that yeah. harmony, you know, I want harmony right now. I want to look younger. I don't want to have a color that is going to, uh, you know, bring out my wrinkles or, you know, just won't look right. So I have to pick the right level. I have to pick the right color choice and right saturation. And that's what you teach. All of that takes into play. Right. Well, that's really, really interesting. Now I know that you do a course uh, called beyond consultation. That's, that's the name of it. Am I correct? Yes. Beyond the consultation, beyond the consultation. And I had the opportunity at the end of the year Last year, I can't. We're talking about last year already. Uh, December, yeah, right. To set through a a short version of it, I was very, very impressed. And so, for our listeners, I just want you to know that we are putting together a program online, uh, and Yvette is going to facilitate that program. So, if you are interested in learning more and actually seeing the visuals, which I think will help you understand more. Um, be sure you keep in contact and check out our educational calendar. And uh, we're picking some dates right now for Yvette. And uh, then it'll be on our website and you can sign up for it because I think it's really a valuable tool. But most importantly, it's a valuable tool if you are taught the proper way to do that analysis. Again, in our industry, there's a lot of information out there it's like right. a buffet table, but not everything <laughs> on the buffet is good for you. 
So just keep that in mind, <laughs> you know. Well, you you know, one one thing that I think blows everybody's mind is that um, when, when, you know, they're like, what do you mean I can't wear this color or I can't wear that color, you know? And it's like, no, you can wear any color, you know, on the color wheel, you know, it could be warm or it could be cool. The only two colors that cannot be in each other's spectrum is, you know, magenta cannot be on the warm spectrum and orange cannot be in the in the cool spectrum so right. those are the only two colors that you know so that's why i always say if you're going to do a color analysis take a like a coral fabric or a uh, fuchsia pink fabric and put it against your client you know what i mean in natural lighting pull their hair back Right. Or even do the the white paper or the off white, you know what I mean, and do that too, and you'll see how it complements their skin, um, and and that's when you know what spectrum that they're in because the right. vein type that doesn't work. A lot of people are like, well, my veins are blue, my veins are green, my veins are purple, you know, but <laughs> sometimes you can't even see their veins, so that right there is right. out of. Um, right. So what you're saying is take extremes. You've got two extremes in the color wheel. And you're right. you're now you've created a metric so you can measure it. Right. If I take someone and I put something fuchsia on them and they are on the opposite side of the wheel, it will immediately show up. Right, right, if right. If I take someone and I put orange on them, it will immediately show up that they're right. in the wrong place. So, exactly. You know, it really doesn't have to be. You don't have to have seventy-eight different drapes to put around the shoulders and no. And I mean, I can that see that. I can see that if you know, if if you're a stylist and you're going to dress someone or right. whatever. But I, in the hair coloring, it, that that to me is so difficult with all these seasons. It's so confusing. And you know, the thing is this: I give kudos to Robert Dore, which he was a um, artist from Chicago. Uh -huh. You know, and he's the one that tested all of this and did so much research on it and 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 also Renee Knapp that worked side by side and they created this and their the granddaughter is also continuing with this education which has been lost so yes. I, you know by seeing all of this you know all these drapes and everything else is it's just so confusing that we can simplify it simplify right. it in order to formulate properly for our guests Right. Well, I think what confuses what confuses most people if they try to take this is if the person facilitating the information is confused themselves. That tells you they don't actually use the information. They're not they're not using mm -hmm. it every day. So they don't own it. And then if they're not if they try to make it too complicated, if they make it give somebody some grounding where they can at least understand here's the things you want to look for. And I think right. then it becomes something we can all use in the salon. And you know what? That upgrades your service. Because right, right. I, I'm telling you, you would probably agree with me. <laughs> you can walk into 10 hair, hair salons <laughs> and you'll be lucky if you find two that actually use skin tone and eye color analysis when they're doing their right. color. Well, I, yeah, I, I color analysis too. You know, if the person is warm or cool or even how, how easily they're going to lift and how far you can get them, you know right. what I mean? Right. Whether, cause everybody, you know, we had that whole platinum phase, you know, everybody wants to be platinum, but some of them, you can't get them past the nine or an eight, That's right. you know what yeah. I mean? And then they revert back. Um, and, and then they're like, why is my hair so brassy or why is it this, or why can't you, you know? So again, is knowing 
how far you can take this client, right. you know, right. with the formulas. And that's what I teach in the class. You know, not only do I go over the history of how this all started, but I also go over and I show pictures, you know, of somebody in, in the, with the wrong level hair color, you know, right. the wrong level for their right. skin, you know, their undertone and overtone. Yeah. And I show what it, what the difference between the right color and the wrong color looks on them, you know, whether yeah. they're in the right spectrum or not the right spectrum. So we go through it, you know, we go through a lot of information just to, and, and a lot of well, examples. Yeah. It's interactive. I, as it's I said, very through interactive. It, you're interactive with everyone on screen and there's a lot of visuals. So, you know, we're hairdressers, we're visual learners, and you give them an opportunity to interact with you. I think it's really, really great. So uh, everybody keep your eyes out for that class when we put it up. Um, Yvette, would you like to give everyone your uh, Instagram address so they can follow you on Instagram? Yes, my Instagram is Y-V-E-T-T-E underscore Frontani, F-R-O-N-T-A-N-Y. All right. Great. So listen, everyone, thank you so much for uh, being with us today. Uh, remember, you can reach out to me at Real Captain Color on Instagram. We invite you to go to our website, GuruNation.net. Take a look at our educational catalog. It's real easy to find. If you go to Instagram, go to my bio, click on the link tree link, and it'll take you right to our educational page. In any case, Yvette, thank you so much for sharing time with me today. Thank we'll have you, to, Dennis. We'll have to do this again. We'll have to yes, talk more do. about hair color. Does that sound like something <laughs> right. you want to do? Absolutely. We can talk about that. And also, you know, go over more uh, the, the color palette, the warm and the um, cool blue-based color palette, too. That so people great. can understand that as well. Good. So. All right, everyone. Well, listen, have an amazing day. Thank you very much. And as always, from my heart to yours, I am Captain Color. I am out. Thank you, Yvette. We'll talk to you, you all soon. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. The preceding broadcast was a production of Guru Nation, a brand neutral educational resource for salon professionals around the world. <laughs>